Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know what? This one isn't going to go into a time capsule, but I don't care. Winning is good. We do not argue with winning. The Colts get the W 27-13 over the Carolina Panthers. There you go. Was it great? No. But the Panthers were far worse than the Colts were, and sometimes that's what carries the day. As we talk about this game, it's going to be about mistakes. The team that makes the fewer mistakes often wins games. We learned that from Bob Knight. Don't complicate winning. Just don't screw it up sometimes. The Colts screwed it up less than the Carolina Panthers. So the Colts get the W. This is a live victory celebration post game. It's a late dinner with Kent. Victory for the Colts. Victory is ours. Brought to you by the great people at my bookie. Uh, in the description of this video, you'll find the link to my bookie. You want to have fun gambling a little bit on football, college football, uh, NFL, all that. The brand new cash out system makes it nice. We got the link or we'll have the link in the show description. That coming up and use the promo code Kent and you get to uh, up to $200 first deposit cash bonus. Yes, it's a win after a win. Nothing but wins today. Kenny Moore was awesome. If you like the video, subscribe, definitely. You want to make a donation, a victory donation, go ahead and do that. Uh, Kenny Moore with two pick sixes in front of four of his six sisters. That's just awesome. Kenny Moore, now we know what the two is for. The two is for the number of, of uh, pick returns for a touchdown that Kenny Moore had tonight, which was utterly necessary for the Colts to get this W, 27-13. You can do the math. Two pick sixes, 14 points, 14-point differential. If not for the pick sixes, ay-yay-yay-yay-yay-yay-yay-yay. Frank Reich, you know what? Everybody says nice man. I don't know whether he's a nice man or a complete nonsensical knucklehead. I have no idea. I don't know the man personally. But what I do know is you get what you tolerate. And, and what I kept thinking the whole game is that he came to Carolina and said, you know what, I got these guys. I got these, these analytics guys who are going to help us. And so spend the money, hire these analytics guys, let's go. And then he can't coach guys to not commit dumbass penalties that absolutely rob them of an opportunity to stop the Colts or to push a ball forward for a first down in a way that makes the game closer. What are you doing? Football is not a math problem. Football is a game of toughness and mental resiliency. The Colts made mistakes today, 
but the Panthers made more, many more of them. And Gardner Minshew, clean. No fumbles, no interceptions. Isaiah McKenzie, he dropped that punt. That was bad, but it wasn't Gardner Minshew. When Gardner Minshew commits a turnover, the Colts, they got problems. When Gardner Minshew does not commit a turnover, the Colts, they seem to do pretty well. Gardner Minshew, not great today, to be honest. However, good enough to win. One touchdown pass, no picks. That's the important part. 17 to 26 for 127 yards, 4.9 yards per pass attempt. Ay, ay, ay. Downs was missed after he left. Yes, he was, but Isaiah McKenzie, the aforementioned Isaiah McKenzie, who we're going to crap on in a little bit for that muffed punt. You know what? He found a way to slither through some of the defensive guys for the Panthers and get a really, really important first down. Bryce Young, 24-39 for 173, 4.4 yards per attempt, one touch, three picks. I got to tell you the truth. If I got a pick today with Anthony Richardson having just had his shoulder surgically repaired and out for the rest of the season. If I've got a pick between him and Bryce Young, I'm still, I would take not still, but they've said that uh, Richardson would have been the number one pick were the Colts picking first. Anyway, I happily take Anthony Richardson over the top of Bryce Young. Bryce Young is not an NFL quarterback. Uh, Chuba Howard, 16 carries, 58 yards. That's 3.6 yards per attempt. First half, the Colts' defense was really good. Then, for whatever reason, they took their foot off the gas, put their foot firmly on the brake, stopped balling out, and, and all of a sudden, the door swung open for the Panthers, and they had an opportunity until Kenny Moore slammed that door. Turnovers will kill. And Kenny Moore today made two really opportunistic plays to get that thing done. Jonathan Taylor, 18 carries, 47 yards, 2.6 yards per carry. That is not what the Colts need from him. You, you know what? And, and we're, we've talked about this a little bit already. But if the Colts want to beat anybody else, they'd better figure out how to play cleaner football and do the little things better in order to achieve a better result. Because what they got going today and what they had going today was a bit of a mess. But it wasn't so messy that it could trump the mess provided the Colts by the Carolina Panthers. Panthers were just awful. Not just were the two or uh, the two pick sixes and the other Saguna Luby with a pick. That third pick that was huge. But what they also did is they committed penalties, and it wasn't just the penalties that they committed. Ten penalties for eighty-one yards. It was the timing of the penalties right? They got a third and one. All of a sudden, false start third and six. All of a sudden, another false start third and 11. That kind of thing well, for the Colts. And there were a couple of dodgy calls, to be honest, that went in the Colts' way. But that's what happens when you commit a bunch of penalties. All of a sudden, the officials, they think you're committing penalties that maybe you hadn't committed. But you're so undisciplined that human nature will drive calls in your direction because that's what people have seen. We tend to believe what we've seen last. Or last. Penalties for the Colts, five penalties, 25 yards. Not terrible, but again, the timing of the penalties is not great in a couple of circumstances. Not a great game for the Colts. I got to tell you, you know, we yell, we yell about Gus Bradley a bit 
when when the Colts lose. Got to do some yelling when they win, too. I don't understand. What are you doing fourth and six, rushing for, sending them on the edges and leaving the middle open without having a spy? I don't even understand that. Like, I get what the pass protection, what what you were doing in the secondary, your, your pass defense, I, I get it. And it doesn't allow for a spy, but call something where you can have a spy. Because the spy was required fourth and six. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, two pick sixes, Saguna Luby's pick, all good. But you got to be better than that. And you've got to continue to bring the heat. It's not enough to kind of, you know, limp your way into the winner's circle. Winning is good. And we're not arguing with winning, Gus. We're not doing that. But you, you know what? Why take your foot off the gas? Why not continue to put pressure? A couple of blitzes in the first half were really, really good. I don't understand the paucity of blitzes. It makes no sense to me. If you put pressure on Bryce Young up the middle, he wilts. There's nothing he can do. There's nowhere he can go. He isn't going to beat you on the outside. And he can't throw it hard enough to beat you throwing off his back foot. His arm isn't strong enough, and that's how Kenny got the two pick sixes. Like this in brain surgery, it's not calculus. So let's not make it that. Let's turn guys loose. Let's have a little bit of fun. Let's blitz a little bit more. I mean, you know, lowest blitz rate in the NFL, but giving up the, the greatest amount of points. What? That, that speaks for itself. Like, the transitive property doesn't always work, but there I think it's a little bit illustrative. All right, uh, the upcoming opponents for the Colts, and this is important as we talk about what's coming, including the Patriots in Frankfurt, Germany, this coming Sunday morning. So this is kind of that part of the schedule where we've got to adjust our habits of watching the Colts at 1 o'clock on a Sunday. Next week, we got the Colts at 9-something on Sunday. This week, it was at 4 o'clock on Sunday. What's going And the following week, we got to buy and then the coast is clear. We should have 1 o'clock games the rest of the year unless they really start winning games. Unless you get past the Patriots, win that game, and then beat the Buccaneers, and all of a sudden you're 6-5, and five, and you're kind of a sexy wild card team, and people say, hey, look at these guys. Maybe that happens. It could happen. I'm not being too optimistic for a non-Wednesday, I don't think. Uh, how do you line up in the neutral zone? I mean, honest to God, what are you doing? Um, but the upcoming opponents, being what they are, it's the second easiest schedule coming in. And you knew that when the schedule was released, you're like, okay. Once we get past, and even the Saints, you didn't know that the Saints were going to be as competent as they are. But, you know, at that point, it starts getting easy, except for that game in Cincinnati against the Bengals. Other than that, you got you got winnable games, baby, and, and it's it's not that hard to envision a, a wild card opportunity. Hope for a wild card, and that's what they did today. They kicked the can of hope down the street. Hope still exists. The can hasn't been smashed all to hell, and it won't be. I don't think this week. I think the Colts can beat the Patriots, but you've got to be disciplined. You've got to be mistake averse more than they were today. In a lot of games, you're going to muff a punt, and it's going to be over. That's going to be the, the turnover that costs you the game. The Colts, their defense, they stood up. 
and they kept that from being entirely problematic. But Isaiah McKenzie, I swear to God, what are you doing? Put the hand up before the ball's kicked. Put the hand up and just run away. Or if you can catch it, catch it. But don't try to catch and run because we've seen this as a problem. Don't do that. Get yourself out of a position where you can make a mistake and you got a chance. Hopefully this coming week, somebody gets healthy and, and you got cornerbacks. Jalen Jones is okay. DJ Baker, you know, fortunately, you had a, uh, a Bryce Young who could not hit the guy who DJ Baker was defending very often. And because of that, the Colts were in this game throughout. But they're not going to be that fortunate next Sunday against the Patriots. I think that Bill Belichick's going to look at about five minutes of tape and say, hey, 39, let's pick on that guy. And it's going to be that simple. Here's the thing. If uh, DB says hopefully Dan Smith, Brents, and Franklin back soon, that would be nice. I don't know why. Look, either Smith should be up this coming week or he should have been IR'd. I don't know what's happening. Like if something projects to four weeks, IR him. Brents, this is, what's this going to be, three or four weeks? What I had heard from the beginning was four to six weeks. So we'll see. We're on the, uh, but he didn't practice at all this week. He's going to have to regain, regain like leg strength and all of that. He hurt his quad. That quad's a big, giant-ass engine of speed. And, and you, you better have that thing properly conditioned in order to go out and, and play. Downs, I'm with you. Downs better be back. Downs has got a knee. He showed up on the injury report this week. Got to get Downs back on the field. It would be great to get Smith back. Great to get Brents back. We'll see what happens. Uh, but if you aren't very talented, and make no mistake about it, Deputy, the Colts are not very talented. You have got to be mistake-averse. The Colts played a team today that was eager to make mistakes, more eager than they were, which is foreseeable. Because what's Frank Reich? He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. You hear it from everybody all week long. What'd you think of Frank Reich when he was a coach? Oh, he was the nicest guy. Just a great guy. Really great guy. I want to give him a big hug. You don't want coaches that former players want to hug. You want, you want to have coaches that when they're former coaches, players want to kick their ass. That's what you want to have. You don't want to have some, oh, he's so nice. That guy, you get what you tolerate. And Frank Reich, whether you love him or you don't, is a tolerant coach. And you can't have that. Uh, and... and you know what? We're, let's be more celebratory. Can we be more celebratory? I'm talking to me. You celebrate, certainly, and I'm sure you will. Four and five is a whole lot better than three and six. But every time I think about, you know, hey, winning, I think, man, they really didn't play so well. And without Kenny Moore doing what Kenny Moore did, doing Kenny Moore things, that would not have been good. DeForest Buckner, I thought, played really, really well. Yeah, I thought Shaquille Leonard was Shaquille Leonard again. And if Shaquille Leonard wants to play on third down, he can't miss tackles like he did on first and second. He just can't. Love Shaquille Leonard. I'm rooting for him hard. But you can't, you can't 
say, you got to play me on third down when you play on first and second down at the level he is. He did make one really, really good play where he got he got around the edge into the backfield and got the running back's legs from behind. That was a really good play. He looked a little bit faster. Okay, you got to be more than that. And And he talks about, you know, I just need somebody to believe in me. Brother, you are on this team because everybody in that building believes in you. Everybody. If they didn't, your ass would have been gassed. They'd either have IR'd you again, or or they would have just said, you know what, let's cut bait. Because that, over and over and over again, and it happened last year too, it, it was clear that he just couldn't play. And and you don't want that for him. You, you want him to be him. And if it takes a few weeks, it takes a few weeks. Now go to Germany and play your ass off and prove everybody wrong if you want to, if that's important to you. But believe me when I'm telling you, the the talking about playing on third down is just crazy and doesn't sound reasonable. Uh, Minshew, again, you know what? Good enough to beat a quarterback who is much worse. And that's a good start. You got to be clean. Mistake aversion is absolutely critical to this team finding a way to win. If you don't have great talent, then you've got to be fundamentally sound as hell and willing to do everything perfectly that's in your control. And that means no penalties. And that means no turnovers. And it means taking advantage when they do it. If you can do that, you got a chance at a 500-ish record. You go 8-9, and 9-8. Nine, nine and eight. If you don't do that, it's going to be tough to win another game because that team that the Colts beat tonight straight stinks. They are really bad. They are not talented at the quarterback position. They are not talented on the defensive side of the ball. This is not a talented team, and they are not well coached. So it was the perfect storm this week. We'll hope for better coming next Sunday in Germany, Frankfurt, Germany. I may go to West Frankfurt, Illinois, just in my confusion to find a a relevant place to watch the game, but I doubt that. I think I'm staying right here in Indianapolis. We are. My wife and I are going to Nashville, Tennessee for the Titans game. I am looking very much forward to that. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Breakfast with Kent, bright and early. It's what we do. Thanks to everybody for uh, watching. Subscribe if you like. Please comment. It's nice. It's my favorite part of the whole thing, answering comments. I love it.